Okay, sorry for the background noise. We're learning in the base with uh, everybody else before our closing circle. Okay, guys, um, we concluded uh, on, on Hayam Abed talking about the issue of uh, the, 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 we had the, the, the Russia of Ayam Meaning that even though you can violate the Isra Baal Tachir, it, uh, nonetheless, the Korban will be valid. I mean, you bring the Korban, it will still be valid, even though it's delayed. Okay? So the Gemara was, uh, had an issue with the different sources for that halacha. Okay? And we discussed a tricha of two different possibilities. The Gemara says at the bottom of, of, of Hayam Abed, V'akati, but still, now top of Oven Aleph, V'akati midi ben Azay nafka. But we still learn this halacha from the teaching of ben Azay. Titanias, we learned in the bright of Ben Azay Omer Oto. The Pazik says, uh, Rashi points out, it's in the context of Pigul. Pigul is when a Kohen offers a Korban with the wrong uh, intention in terms of time or place. Okay, so it's really just a thought issue. Okay. Hamakrib Oto Lo Yuchashev. So somebody who offers Pigul, it's, uh, it's not considered to be valid. Okay, that's what the Pazik says. So Mato Mulomar, what is the Pazik? Why is the Torah teaching us with the word Oto? Because the Pazik elsewhere says, don't delay in bringing it, maybe I'll interpret from there, maybe I'll add from the word Otov, maybe I'll learn that somebody who delayed bringing his net there also violates not only Baal Ta'achir, but also Baal Yeratzeh, that it's not going to be accepted if you bring it late. That's what it comes to tell me, Oto, that the people, Oto, below Yeratzeh, only the, the issue of people violates the issue of Baal Yeratzeh, as though Yeratzeh meaning it won't be accepted. Somebody who delays the bringing of his net there does not violate Baal Yeratzeh. Okay? So then the Gemara then says, that's the case, so we use Ben Azai's uh, Limun, so Ela Bechachei Velobi Ishtachachei. So so we said before, uh, or is it back in the Drush on Amabed, on Amabed, um, where were we? I apologize. So that's not what we learned from there. So we rather we learned who can be this There's nothing to do with your wife. So you say, wait a minute, your wife. Why would your wife violate the answer? It's so weird. It's your obligation. You might have thought this is a little bit of a strange line here. Because since Rabbi Yochanan said, maybe it's Rabbi Lazar who said it. The only reason a person's wife dies, and presumably that means like prematurely or something like that, is because someone's seeking out money from you, like you owe someone money, and you don't have money to pay. As the puzzle says in Mishle, if you don't have what to pay, why would you take your mishkapcha, your mishka, I mean the one you lie with, meaning your wife, from, from beneath you. Meaning the implication is that someone would might lose his wife if they fail to pay uh, their debts. So Ima Baha'i Avon Dubal Ta'akhir Nami Ishtomita. No, 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 no. No, 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 I don't think it means that. I don't think it means that. It's meant to be like spiritually, like.
like a spiritual thing and never have an event. So maybe you say maybe the detectable violation of Baal Tachir also, not just like loans, but like Baal Tachir to Hashem also, Hashem will like punish one by taking away his wife. Kamash Malan. No, as we just said, B'chachet, B'lobi Ishtachachet. It's about you, not about your wife. Okay? So that's the Gemara for them. Now, the Gemara is going to continue now with the Brayta, which is an issue. We'll go through all these different categories again, slightly differently than we've seen before, and then we'll analyze the Brayta in detail. Okay, ton of Rabbanah. We learn the Brayta like this. The Pasuk says, we're going to analyze the Pasuk bit by bit, have it applied to different issues, and then we'll analyze it. So the Pasuk says, the, the things that come out of your lips, like the words that come out of your, out of your lips, Zombi Tzvata say. This refers to a positive commandment to keep your word. Okay, the next word in the Pasuk is Tishmor. Tishmor. You shall observe. Zombi Tzvata Tishmor usually refers to a mitzvah Lotase. Right, like, uh, like Shmirah Shabbat, right? Shabbat Dima Shabbat Lakat Shod. They refer to the negative ones. Vyasit says an extra word, and you shall do. Azharal Abetin Shiyasucha. It's a warning to the Betin to make you do it. Yasucha means like they'll make you keep your word. Kasher Nadarta, that's the next word, as you vowed. Zenedah, that refers to a Nedah. La Hashem Elokecha, as you vowed to Hashem Elokecha. What's La Hashem Elokecha? Elu Chataot Hashemot Olozu Shamim. That refers to Korbanot that you offer to Hashem. The next word in the Pasuk is Nidava, or a donation. Kamash that's as it sounds, right? Like, like it means a Nidava, or a voluntary donation. The next words are Asher Vibarta, that which you spoke. Elu this refers to the uh, things that you offer as better kabayit to improve the Beit Hamikdash, a monetary donation, something like that, for the purpose of improving the, 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 the structure of the Beit Hamikdash. The fifa with your mouth, zot saka, that refers to tzedakah. Okay, that's the pasuk, and that's the analysis. Okay, so Amar Mar, let's let's analyze. The master stated, right, that which comes out of your mouth, that refers to a positive commandment. Lamali, why do I need the pasuk of Motsas Vatecha to teach me need? Teach me this. Mi ubato shama, vehevetam shama nafka. We learned that out earlier. If you remember it earlier, we said, ubato shama, vehevetam shama, that you come and you bring it. That's the positive commandment of, of fulfilling your word, of doing that, bringing the carbon that you say you're going to bring. So why don't you just, why don't you just add a drush of Motsas Vatecha? Okay, but that's what we'll give the question aside for a second. Tishmor is on Mitzvah Okay, Tishmor is a negative commandment of not keeping it. Again, Lamali, why do I need that Pasuk? Milotacher Lashamonach. Again, we already have a Pasuk. We've been discussing this for a long time. Milotacher Lashamonach. Don't delay in paying it. Viasita, you do positively. Azhara Lebeti, Shiasucha. That's a warning to Beti to force you. Again, Lamali, why do I need this Pasuk? Miyakriv Otona. We already have this from the puzzle, Yakri Boto. Now, the other two things we already learned, Yakri Boto, we haven't learned is the Gemara is going to tell us right now. The Tanya, as we learned in the Brayta, Yakri Boto, the puzzle says, he shall offer it. It teaches us that we force him, that they force him to, to fulfill his obligations. Yachob al Korcho, is it possible to force him even against his will to do what he says? Tamud Lamar comes to puzzle along to teach us, no. the puzzle says, according to his will. So we're going to force him according to his will. Well, Hakesad, how do you do that? How do you force someone according to his will? How do we make him do it according to his will? So this is the famous line, Kofino to Ashiomar Rosani, that we beat him until he says, I want to. That's kind of a weird idea. The Rambam explains this idea in Hilchot uh, in, in, uh, in Gittin. 
when the Rambam talks about the idea of all Jews really wanting to do the proper thing, Jews want to be close to Hashem, they want to be able to uh, fulfill mitzvot, but sometimes the Yitzhahara gets the best of them and it gets in the way, and therefore when we beat someone, you start beating them, beating their senses into them, it's not like beating them in the way, it makes them realize what they really want. Calling the discussion worthwhile there, but that's the idea there. Now, we're still left with our question. Why do we have this extra pasuk here? And in our brown, our bright, and we have these other psukim that seem to indicate Mr. Tasei, Mr. Lotase, etc. The Gemara answers: Chad de Amar velo Afrish, the Chad Afrish velo Akriv. The difference is one of the sources, I guess, uh, earlier would be when you uh, said what you're going to do, but you hadn't yet separated the money or the animal for the purpose of actually giving it to the Beit Hamikdash. And the other case is Afrish, where you already separate the animal below Akriv, but you haven't brought, you haven't actually brought it where it needs to go. Okay, it's two stages. One is saying it without separating it, one is separating it without actually breaking it. And that's why two different ones. And that's two different ones. Okay, Now we'll show you why we need both cases. Because if it teaches us Amar below Afrish, in the case where he stated it, but he didn't yet separate, you know, from among his things, what he's going to bring, why is that uh, okay? That's because he hasn't fulfilled uh, his words. So meaning he's, he's liable for not fulfilling his words if he hasn't yet separated it. But once he's separated it, even though he hasn't yet offered the items yet, Amai might say, means wherever it is, it's in the like storehouse of the, of the master, of, of, of the merciful one, of Hashem. Meaning, once I've separated, let's say, my animal, I'd say, well, that quote, of course it belongs to Hashem, and Hashem has control everywhere. So anywhere where I've sort of separated, said, okay, no longer belongs to me, I'm going to give it to Hashem. So now it Kibyosu belongs to Hashem already. So that's why I need the one about uh, the teaching of the Afrish for the Now, in that other way, the Iashme even Afrish for the if I only taught Afrish for the if I only taught a case where he's separated but hasn't brought it yet, to Kamashi Legabe, that's the problem because he's leaving it with him. You're, you're keeping it to yourself. So you say, that's the Isra. About Amar below Afrish, but if I said it and I didn't separate it yet, I might say, I might say, the speech is nothing. I mean, talk is cheap. Maybe saying something and saying, okay, bring it, actually, it doesn't actually do anything until I actually separate it and show that I'm really dedicated to bringing this thing to the base of Mikdash. And only then will the, the Isra, let's say, Baal Tafir, kick in. And therefore, it's Risha, and that's why I need both cases. Okay, one for Amar below Afrish, one for Afrish below Afrish. Okay, the Martin says, when we must eat Amar to Amar below Afrish, wait, is that even a possibility? Like, as in Ukimta, to say that one of the cases, talk of the case of Amar below Afrish, is that possible? But Nidava is written as one of the things that we're talking about. That's going to be in violation in the case of Nidava. And Utah, we learned a Mishnah. Is a Neder? What's a Neder? 
Haomer hare alai ola. A nedar vow is when you say, I take upon myself the obligation to bring an ola. What's a nidava? Haomer hare zo ola. I say, this animal is a korban ola. So what's the difference between saying that's on me versus this is the animal? What's the difference between the two things? Nedar, when it comes to a nedar, mate onignav, if the animal dies or is stolen, you're, you're responsible for it because, since I said, I have the obligation to bring in the, uh, the, the Korban Olah, if the animal that I separated happens to die, that doesn't remove the obligation from me, I still said I'm going to bring a Korban Olah. But Nidava, when it comes to Nidava, I say, this animal is the, is the Olah, Meto Nidava, Eno If it's stolen or dies, I'm not Chayab because I only obligate myself for this particular animal. Now, if that's the case, says the Gemara here, then when it comes to Nidava, by definition, it's only a Nidava once I've separated it. I said, Harezo Nidava. Or Harezo, excuse me, Ola. So how can you have the possibility of a situation where we said it's a case of Amar, below Afrish, by definition, there's no Nidava if you just Amar, below Afrish. What's that? What? Yeah, I got the question, yeah. Now, moving along, we say when it comes to your mouth, it refers to 
Ustaka. Amar Rabba Ustaka Mechayev Allah Alter. Rabba says when it comes to Saka, you're Chayev immediately. Meaning, there's no issue about Tachayer. Now, pause for a second. That was getting an announcement. Okay, picking up. So, Rabba said when it comes to Saka, you finally follow Tachayer immediately. It's not, it doesn't fall in the same categories of the uh, three Regalim rule or anything like that. So, Rabba says, my time, but what's the reason? Because Anim are here right now. Meaning, as opposed to Korbanot, where the Beit HaMikdash is, is, you know, can wait. And, you know, the assumption is generally that the obligations of the Beit HaMikdash will surround the times you normally go to Beit HaMikdash, which is the Regalim. That's a normal time to go. But Anim are your city right now. They need the money. They can't wait, you know, a year for three Regalim to pass so they can have their next meal. That's not going to work. So, if I said, well, that's such a good logic. Shoot it, and that should be obvious. Why do you have to tell me? What would I thought? Since the whole issue is written in the context of Korbanot, it's along the, with the Tsukim of the Neder and the Davan, the Olam, the Shlomim, the Chata, then Ad Avril Gimaragalim, the Korbanot. Maybe you should have until three uh, three Regalim pass, just like the Korbanot. That's where the, the Torah makes it dependent on the Regalim, only with regard to Korbanot. That's not the case because they need more around. They're, com- they're, they're commonly found, and therefore uh, we have a problem. Moving along, Amar Rava, Kevin Shavar Lav Regal Achad Over Baasei. Rava says to violate the the mitzvah Asei, you have one regal. Okay, so if you don't immediately violate the uh, the mitzvah Asei, right? The mitzvah Lo does about Tachir. You maybe have three regalim, but, but the mitzvah Asei of bringing it, you have to the next regal. Rava says, Made today. Is that true? Rabbi Shura Papai said that the child, the baby of a Korban Shlamim, let's say you have like a, like a cow, if you provide a Korban Shlamim, okay, and the, if it has a baby, that baby is also a Shlamim, okay, by definition, the baby is also a Shlamim. Yeah, meaning the pregnant cow, so the baby is also going to be a Shlamim. Amar Papayas, Ani Meisha, Yitanlel Parash, Zivchei Shlamim, so I testify that we had a para, a cow of Shlamim, and we ate the para on Pesach. But we ate the baby on Chag. Now Chag usually refers to Sukkot. So that means we went way beyond the next regal. Right? Rabbah saying that the, we go by, you have one regal to, uh, to keep the assay. But you see from here that since the Vlad has to be, it's just like the Shavim itself, you only have one regal, but since we've been two regalim, how'd you do that? I understand that Pesach itself didn't offer it because I'll say that it's a lacking in time. There's a halacha that you can't offer a baby animal in the first seven days. You have to wait till the eighth day. That's an explicit prospect in Flemish. Okay? Um, so it couldn't have been, the baby couldn't have been brought on Pesach itself because by the time Pesach finished, it, was, it wasn't eight days old yet. When it comes to the baby, uh, how do you delay it over Shabuot and uh, violate this assay, according to Rava? So Amr Abzur Mishnei the Rava, Kigon Shehaya Chola Ba'atzeret. Because it was sick, it wasn't healthy, and therefore wasn't suitable to be brought. So it's an exception, it was an exceptional case, it was sick at the time. Ravashi Amar, Mai Ba'acham Le'vladash Shamim Ba'chad. 
when it says, what does it mean that we ate the Vlad, the baby, uh, on the Chag, the Katani, that's said there, Chag HaShavuot, it refers to Chag HaShavuot. Normally, Chag refers to Sukkot. He says, no, in this case, it refers to Chag HaShavuot. Okay, stop there and pick up next time.